Well, hello again and welcome to... Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm here with my wonderful, amazing, gorgeous, super smart, Disney holiday loving husband, Tom. Oh, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you <laughs> off there, but you know, you're always showing me just how, how much you love me and appreciate me and you know, you deserve the same thing. So. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> I and mean, I appreciate that you're also sending me the same love. So yes. thank you very much. That's awesome of you. But, uh, but I'm going to turn over the real <laughs> ep- episode to the talent here. Let's slam on the brakes. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, thank listeners. you, sweetie. <laughs> thank you, sweetheart. That was really kind to of you. Uh, I really appreciate it. For so, sure. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. By the way, we are recording this episode. I forgot last week. I got to get this in here. Right. On Sunday, December 13th, <laughs> 2020. Again, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You will really want to sign up for the newsletter. You will want to sign up for the newsletter. Right. This week, we have some interesting things going out this week that Ooh. you will be the first to find out. You're almost always the first to find out things on the newsletter, but this week especially, you will be stuff having to do with our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame, stuff involved with our little gift package that's going to go out to one person who votes on the final ballot. Yeah. You will be the first to receive not only that ballot or the link to that ballot, but also a look at what we are going to be giving away to one person. And sometimes you're the only one to get information that, that we share. True. That is very true. And we also, it's an easy way for you to get uh, to input into the show, which we have some input from some Hyperion adventurers who are subscribers to the newsletter today as well. If you also want to be in touch with us, you can find us on social media. We're active out there on social media. have a lot of fun on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We are on YouTube. Hopefully you're watching some of these episodes on YouTube. You can check out how wonderful Michelle looks. We (laughs) have a lot of holiday accoutrement out for with this uh, uh, for this episode right. since it's a holiday episode uh, if you want to find us there just do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you just want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our Gmail account Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com right and again thanks to the to those of you who sent emails this week who participated in this episode and you'll be hearing about that soon and we always love hearing from you and again uh if you have any feedback for us, any questions, please let us know. Please let us know. And another thing we'd like you to contact us with is nominating a, a business, whether it's your own or whether it's somebody you know who has a small business that would like to be showcased on our show as part of our small business spotlight. We're just looking for some businesses that kind of do some Disney-related stuff that also give back to the community, right. whether it's you know donating part of the proceeds or whether they're a green, sustainable company or whatever. And if you'd like them to receive a 60-second ad on not only on this show, but also on the video version of this show Mm -hmm. and in our newsletter, and we'll probably give them a little write-up as well on social media, uh, hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcastGmail.com, and we'll check out the nominations and select one to, you know, to give an ad, to give all that stuff to. Yeah, because we do really appreciate 
you know, small businesses, all that they do for, for the community, for the communities they serve. And we certainly want to give back to them. Definitely do. That's why we're doing this is because, uh, you know, it's been a tough year. Small businesses have been struggling. We want to kind of give them a hand up in the little bitty way that we can. So hopefully, like I said, if you own a business or you know somebody who runs a business and feel they do great things, please nominate them for this possibility. Now, let's get to our show because there's a lot of stuff in this show, mostly because of what happened on Disney Investor Day. (laughs) We're going to get to a lot of that. I can't get to all of it possibly, but we're going to get to a lot of that. Also, if you're like us and enjoy a little wine with your Disney, Mm -hmm. well, I got a little story for you about that that's kind of interesting that's happening this week as well. (laughs) But let's get quickly to our main topic of the week. So yeah, we always say, you know, during our five favorite list Mm -hmm. shows that if you ask us, you know, a week down the line, you know, the next day, maybe even five minutes after (laughs) we do the show, that they may change. (laughs) Well, today's topic is one that we actually did uh, originally back on December 2nd in 2018, the original version of this, our five favorite Disney holiday movies and specials. I believe it was episode 26 of our show. That's how far we were into it. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. We may sound a little (laughs) bit different. I don't know. I think we're actually, we're still in the studio at the time, not on our kitchen table doing this, but (laughs) whatever. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, since then, it's been two years. It's been more than two years now. Since right. then, um, lots of things. There's been new movies and holiday specials mm-hmm. that have been released. Disney owns Fox now, so some of there right. are under the Disney umbrella. It might be considered within what we're looking mm-hmm. at as far as these. And plus, with Disney Plus, we've been able to, plus with Disney Plus, wow. uh, we've been able to <laughs> you know either revisit some of these or watch for the first time some of these that we maybe have kind of went under our radar right. or over our radar under our ra- under the radar under the radar under the radar. <laughs> I speak you're pretty. St- you're so stealthy. Yeah, yeah, very stealthy. Um, anyway, so you know, there may be some things that we've been able to check out more in the last year or so. So we thought we kind of look back at our list and kind of take a peek at it, see where our list stands today, and, and compare it to what our list was back a little over two years ago. Did you look back? I did. I know what our lists were. Oh, man, I didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I may have the same thing. I wrote out my list first because I didn't want it to influence uh, what my list was this year, what I did two years ago. But right. I did want to go back and compare them and see where they stood just to mm. see if it's just kind of a little interest to see um, what they would be like, how much they've changed over the last couple of years. Cool. So, so, um, and so whenever we do these five favorite lists, well, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's <laughs> wonderful, gorgeous, oh, fantastic. I couldn't get to all these things before. <laughs> intelligent, hardworking, uh, oh, but she also has the very best list. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's number five for our, let me see if I can get this right, five favorite Disney holiday movies or specials, volume two. Let's get to her number five. Okay. So, and I'm not sure if this uh, these characters were on my radar or on our radar back in 2018. So uh, I, I'll i be interested to see. But anyways, uh, my number five is the Phineas and Ferb, a family Christmas episode that goes along with Swinter, um, where Phineas 
decides to have like a live TV uh, Christmas special. And it, it really is kind of reminiscent of like the really old things. I think like with Andy Williams and, and things like that, they do have some stars. Kelly Clarkson's on there. Uh, and it's really kind of cute and funny how they, they have her in there. And it's just really just a light, fun cute look at the holidays it is it's great and it is uh, they, they build it up to be like a classic right holiday special where they build a little drama you know oh somebody hasn't maybe not make it home for christmas where's perry <laughs> uh you know it, it is great and i love that kelly clarkson guest stars in it but doesn't sing right. like you know it's like okay uh kelly would you would you like to sing a song in this one and she was like Oh, yeah, I'd be happy to. And they're like, no, no, take your load off. You don't need to <laughs> right. sing a song. Relax. And so it's, it's it's pretty funny. And you should definitely check it out on yes. Disney+. Plus. Yeah, de- yeah, it is cute. There is another Christmas special, but I'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Uh, that made my honorable mentions. It did not make my list. Ooh. So but, uh, I had a feeling it might be on your list. Yes. So nice choice. Thank so. you. What about your number five? My number five, uh, I'm going to go back to, it's a classic movie, a classic Disney movie. Well, classic, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It's what, 20, 30 years old now. Uh, the Santa Claus is my number mm. five. I think it's one that's it's just a fantastic film that you have to watch every holiday season. I mean, uh, you know, the the legal term of clause, you <laughs> right. know, rather than the clause is so great. It's just it just becomes it's such a fun watch because you get to watch you know, um, Scott Calvin, Mm -hmm. who is, you know, Tim Allen, uh, you know, deny that he is Santa Claus. Yet he keeps, his body keeps changing and all these (laughs) things happening. And so watching the, the, the humorous, uh, story around that as well as the people reacting to all these changes that he's going through sure. are pretty funny but you know mostly his son is trying to convince him like hey the, the, you Accept are Santa Claus yes. yeah <laughs> meanwhile you know he's been split up from his wife who's now um, you know with this other guy who's a psychiatrist right. and everything and they're trying to say look you're, you're delusional kid and you're and, and the fact that Scott Calvin is um, telling him right. you know, or you know he's feeding into this delusion or whatever but it's just it's a story filled with it's it's hilarious for one thing it is but it's also a story filled with a lot of heart a lot of like Mm -hmm. hey you know you have to believe in your dreams at times you know and stuff like that and i just i just i I find it a really heartwarming piece of the christmas season it also made my list a lot higher and Mm -hmm. i don't know if you want me to talk about it now or yeah why don't you talk about it now okay so um it actually made number two on my list and i think a lot of that is driven by like you're saying the heart in it and just the fact that the way they represent the North Pole is how I totally believe the North Pole looks. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they had some inside, you know, secrets that were, was able to have them create a set that looked just like the North Pole. But I truly believe that is what the North <laughs> Pole looks like. But um, there was also some fun facts that I. Oh, <laughs> I love Michelle's fun facts. <laughs> always the best fun facts. So I, I can't wait to hear these. So the, uh, these actually came out of an interview that Tim Allen had on ABC a couple years ago. But one of the things, the first thing kind of was really surprising. He said uh, originally in the movie, he shoots Santa Claus off the roof thinking I guess he's a burglar or whatever and Jeff Katzenberg said uh, no we can't have that <laughs> we're not gonna no. have that this is a family <laughs> right show. right so another little fun fact is the suit you know they tried to mm-hmm. make it really lush and you know help like that a lot of times that they that the they do for films is to make the character really feel in character so it was real velvet and everything and it did have bells in it wow 
and they realized post-production those bells were really <laughs> loud and annoying. <laughs> and so it required Tim Allen to re-record a lot of his audio post-production wow. because of that background sound of the bells in his Santa suit. Oh, holy cow. I know, I know. Um, the other thing is the actor who played Charlie, his son, um, Eric Lloyd, he said that he was actually in the age where he was losing baby teeth. And so he was fitted with <laughs> fake teeth. And he said that really um, growing up, there's no actual pictures of him with missing teeth <laughs> because the film making industry was correcting that situation. <laughs> That's funny. For him. I know. <laughs> That's funny. You're, 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 you're at that age and you're recorded for history in a film that gets played right. ad nauseum at right. this time of year. I mean, it's all over free form every single day. It seems like, yeah. now. but, uh, this is, you know, so you, you are captured, but it's not what you actually look like right. at that time. At least a little, a little bit of it's not right, what you actually right. look like. So, so that's interesting. Although anyways. I guess it's more the perfect, although it's cute when people, are, when kids have their teeth. That, right. You know, exactly. It's kind of a cute look. So, and so anyway, cool. That's great. Michelle always has the best fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> I always say so. So that's uh, both of our number fives. Let's get to Michelle's number four favorite Disney holiday movie or special volume two. Okay, thank you. So my number four is One Magic Christmas, and um, if you haven't seen this, I don't. I, I don't want to give away any spoilers because there is some emotional impact to it. First time viewing. Um, and it's not really your typical Christmas special. Uh, it's actually kind of darkish. And I remember the first time watching it, some things that happened, I'm like, what? <laughs> that just happened? Uh, but I really am happy that I that I stuck with it and I continue to watch it um, because there are a lot of great messages in that film. And and again, it's 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 not the perfect film. I don't, I don't want to rate it like that. It's not like a something like it's a wonderful life although there are some there are some parallels to wonderful life there is an angel who's there to try to help somebody through uh you know get the spirit of christmas back you know kind of like that but it it is done in a different approach and um there are some really quirky twists and turns but one of the things and i rewatched it for in preparation of this episode oh. and what really kind of hit me more this time is with 2020 where everybody's dealing with struggles uh emotional letdowns uh all kinds of emotional I, I should say all kinds of emotional things uh i think it really is an it gives that important message that it is important to try to find the joy in life and and one of the things that it says showed really well is when you're at your lowest, sometimes that's when you really need to put forth the effort to make somebody else feel better. Mm -hmm. And it's a win-win for you and the person mm -hmm. receiving it. You know, Agreed. you know, and I know a lot of people say, yeah, it's, it's kind of a selfish thing, but yeah, it is. But it also is a way to help you feel better, you know, and that's something I've been, especially now with things that have been going on in the world, I've tried to like when I'm feeling low and you know, desperately feeling down, I feel like, okay, I, I have to make somebody happy today. Mm. I have to make an effort to somehow just 
put forth a, a way to make somebody feel good. And it, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily something where you give a gift, although that might be something that helps, mm-hmm. but just making somebody feel good about themselves. And this movie, I think in 2020 especially, really shows that message that, you know, in order to, to really enjoy the joy of the holiday season, it is all about giving. And we need to share that 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 feeling of giving and make it better for ourselves too. Right. And if you wondered why Michelle is rarely that low, <laughs> it's because she gives to me every day and makes me feel good every <laughs> single day. Aww. So, um, you know, that's why she's so perky and happy <laughs> most of the time is because she you're just so doesn't sweet. hit those lows as often. So, oh, you're um, sweet. So I believe that movie's on Disney Plus now. It if is. want to watch yep. it. So yeah, if you've never seen it, go check it out. It is a really tough Touching right. uh, Disney or uh, Christmas mo- holiday movie for right, sure. Right, right. Sure. So, so, great choice. Thank you. So, I guess we're at your number four. My number four is, well, it's kind of Halloween. It's kind of Christmas, but I think it actually is a little more Christmas, and that is the nightmare before Christmas. And, uh, the reason I think Christmas, it, it dominates the story is like, well, Halloween's passed for one thing, and yes, they're in Halloween Town or whatever, but they're really you know, celebrating trying to put together Christmas, the spirit of giving. It inspires Jack to to do different things, to, you know, brighten up his life, to, it inspires him more than anything else to, uh, you know, just be happy with the things that you have. And right. sometimes you need to do that during this time of season is like, look, you know, don't always wish you had everything that everybody else has. Be, mm-hmm. you know, happy with what you have. Cause you, a lot of us have some really great things in right. our lives. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's great to be envious. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, it's one of those things that it's easy to be envious mm-hmm. of other people and some of the stuff they have, or, you know, especially if you look at social media and you see all these people doing living what looks like their best life right. or whatever, yes. doing these fantastic things. And it's really easy, especially right now, to be envious of that. But if you look back and and refocus on what you have and all the great things in your life, it, it may you know inspire you to do even greater things. And that's what happens to Jack in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he goes completely off the rails and goes crazy <laughs> and does something he shouldn't do. But in the end, he comes to the realization that what he's doing is 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 the best and you know i mean this movie's fantastic it's got great music uh, the animation the stop motion that they use right. it's incredible it's just different than most anything you'll see out there and it it just and it has a it has a fond place in our heart for some things that we've done between the the halloween right. on the high seas cruise going to be able to go see it uh performed live right. at the hollywood bowl yeah. uh, just it's it, it and it's something that we stumbled on late even though it was a fan mm-hmm. favorite for uh, many years uh it's something that we didn't actually come across and really fall in love with till the last few years so right i think it's really cool well another one that was on my list and actually Stealing had it higher. Take yes. him away. Take him away every right. time. Right. You know. It actually is my number one. Oh, um, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Um, you know, for all the things that you said, uh, I I totally agree with that. You know, I, I would emphasize, I think the music especially, it's really, it, it's, it's not like get in your ear brain, but it is fun to listen to. And, um, you know, like you said, it's, enjoyable thinking of the things that not just that we experience, but people can experience, um, through Disney company. And, uh, and like you said, we didn't come across it for a long time. I think I was judging a book by its cover and thinking, oh, that doesn't look 
like a film I'd well, like. Well, it looks a little, I mean, well, it, it is a little dark, yeah. you know, I mean, so it looks a little dark, which, uh, you know, like I was just talking about, Michelle Perky, Michelle, <laughs> uh, it's probably, not, you know, she's not drawn to dark things right. necessarily, so, but when we actually sat down and watched it, yeah, we, it was like we really amazing. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think you covered it really well. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. So, uh, those are our number four favorite Disney holiday movies and or specials volume two uh now let's get to michelle's number three okay so my number three is mickey's christmas carol Mm. and it's it's when we were putting up the tree i i forgot we have a tiny little ornament book that has Ah, the whole story in there watching the youtube video you can see that right now she's holding it up not so good for the podcast but great for the youtube video (laughs) it's just a tiny little like what yeah. Two inch by one and a half. We usually inch. have it in our tree. Right, right. right. So anyways, um, you know, it's really cute. I mean, it's the story we all know of a Christmas carol, um, you know, with the Disney characters in there. But it's really fun, one, watching uh, so many different types of, of Disney characters from many different films put together that you wouldn't normally see mm-hmm. in the same film. Um, the other thing was that it was you know, the first time in a long time. Uh, so it came out in what, 19? It was 83. Yeah. Something, 80 like, that? Th- yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, um, and it was the first time since 1953 that Mickey was on a, was on a film, wow. you know, a major film. So um, that was kind of a long time frame between, mm-hmm. you know, times that Mickey came in, which meant there was the need to come up with a new voice to cover Mickey, which um, was Wayne Allwine. But anyways, um, again, I think just the uniqueness of having the various characters that are through different types of Disney films, not just Mickey and Minnie and, you know, or the Fab Five or whatever, but having so many from even really old films come out and be in somewhat in the role in this play or this movie. It's really cute. Yeah. It's great. I love it. And it's uh, on my list as well. Mm. Uh, way up there. As a matter of fact, it's, well, if this is the High Period Adventures podcast, it was one of my number ones. <laughs> <laughs> I may have a couple number ones. Uh, it was one of my number ones. And I agree with everything you said about it. I mean, just look at the, mm-hmm. the characters that are in there. And this isn't there were way more than just this, but uh, Mickey Bob Cratchit, right. Minnie is Emily Cratchit, Donald is Scrooge's nephew mm-hmm. Fred, uh, Daisy is Isabel, uh, Goofy as Jacob Marley's <laughs> right. ghost, and he's hilarious <laughs> in it. Uh, Jiminy Cricket as the ghost of Christmas Past, Willie the Giant from Mickey right. and the Beanstalk as the ghost of Christmas Present, Pete. The original Disney <laughs> villain as the ghost of Christmas future. And of course, Scrooge McDuck as Scrooge. Right, or right. Or Scrooge. So uh, it's just a classic retelling of the story. It's not too long. It's only like 26 minutes, 27 minutes right, or something right. like that. Um, it's it's full of heart and wonderful retelling. And it's also, it's not, you know, when, like some of the Christmas carols can look a little scary to right. little ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one, the, the little ones will love. Right, you know? exactly. So I, I, that's why it was one of my number ones. It's one of my <laughs> favorites. So, What were some of the characters that you can remember from other films? Uh, well, Mr. Toad's in right. it. Um, actually, there's three characters from Mr. Toad right. in it. You know, um, and then there's also from uh, Robin Hood, some characters uh, yeah. from there. Yeah. yeah. 
there's a lot. I mean, yeah. if you really go and through it, uh, the, like Easter then, eggs. Uh, Donald's nephews are in mm-hmm. it. Who Huey, Dewey, and Louie are in it. Just right. in a quick scene, uh, there are a lot. I mean, sure. it, it, it just you can you can pick them all out all day long. It's it's really great. Right, exactly. So, great choice, great choice. So, those that's Michelle's number three. As for my number three, well, it's new under the Disney fold, although it's an older movie. Older, again. <laughs> Older. Uh, my number three is Home Alone. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm so glad that this is now a Disney property film. Right. Ever since, you know, uh, being they, they purchased Fox mm-hmm. and that we get to watch it regularly on Disney Plus and everything because it is such a great family Christmas movie. Uh, just it, there's so much heart to it. There's a little bit of uh, It's a Wonderful Life to it, kind of like mm-hmm. the other thing of like, you know, the night before they're leaving to go to France, you know, all the, for the whole family is not liking Kevin at that right. moment. <laughs> Kevin is not liking his whole family. He kind of wishes that they're all gone. And then he experiences that right. they're all gone, exactly. you know, and they experience that he's not in their life or whatever. So right. kind of seeing what life would be like without him and seeing how much they all miss one another. Right. And, um, but it's just, it's just such a, a, a warm film, you know, I mean, the, you know, the growing up of Kevin does during that, whatever it is, five days, six right. day period, you know, um, learning that maybe things aren't as scary as they seem right. on the outside, including his neighbor and, you know, that he needed help too with his family. Right. And it was just, it's just, it's funny. It's so slapstick and right. funny and wonderful, but it's also just so heartwarming. It's just, it's just a wonderful movie. It really is. And, you know, it shows the, the, the joy that family coming together on the holidays Mm -hmm. plays and how that's important, you know, to really, again, experience that, that joy. And, you know, and like you said, I mean, he even shares an important message with the neighbor to help him out. And the music is great. Uh, John Williams is a part of that. Um, So yeah, all it's, it's, checks all the boxes for a great film yeah i love it can watch it over and over again Mm. and i'm so glad it's part of the disney fold now because it is a great great uh, holiday film it's a great film in general but it's a great great holiday film so uh, those are our number three let's get to michelle's number two actually you're you're all on now because we did oh two and my number two was santa claus and number one was nightmare before christmas so 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 number two for michelle was the santa claus and number one was the nightmare before christmas right right? okay now i'm all you now on my (laughs) own well good because i'm in a good place right now because (laughs) as we all know hashtag real men love frozen (laughs) so my number two is olaf's frozen adventure right and, you know, the reason it's so great is, well, I mean, who doesn't love Olaf? Exactly. For one thing. I mean, he's just so fun and funny. Uh, but I just love the way this, this in, you know, it's it's a long short. It's like 20 <laughs> minutes. It's not it's not technically a short, but it's not like a as film. long as a feature like film or even a regular show. So, right. um, but I love the way he explores all these various traditions, you know, some... Uh, and all sorts of holidays, you know, he explores, there's Hanukkah within there. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of things that are, that are based in reality that are interesting traditions. And then they poke a little fun at some of the traditions because some of the traditions that we all have right. are kind of silly, right. you, know? I mean, <laughs> you know, dressing up a tree, you know, cutting down a tree, bringing it in your home and then dressing <laughs> right. it up. You know, it's kind of funny hanging stockings by the fire, right. yeah, a little exactly. weird, you know, a little, not necessarily the safest thing in the world, but, um, but then there's just this great music. I mean, his song is great. 
great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottom line at the end of it is that, you know, yes, we have all these traditions, but you know, what is most important about the holiday season is being able to be together. And this year, I know that strikes home for many people more than right. ever, the fact that maybe we can't all be together this year, but when we will be able to come together, mm-hmm. it's going to be that much more of a celebration. And exactly. that's what plays out within that 20 minutes right. or whatever it is. Right. Know, so. Yeah, and just, you know, appreciating that different cultures have different traditions that make the holidays fun. Yeah, even Kristoff and his weird fungus <laughs> yeah. soup, you know, <laughs> pretty funny stuff. So uh, that was my number two. Uh, finally, I like I told you, I had a second number right. one in my 1A, really. It was 1A, 1B. They're really a tie, you right. know, I mean, just... It, whatever, uh, is the Muppet Christmas mm-hmm, Carol mm-hmm. because it is so good. It's so well done. One, you know, we love the Muppets, hashtag save the Muppets. We love the Muppets so much. Uh, but it's just, it's the classic Dickens story. I mean, told almost classically, right. you know, <laughs> but in a hilarious way with Gonzo playing, you know, Charles Dickens and right. then Rizzo the Rat with him, you know, and the fact that they break the fourth wall and it's so meta, right. you know, all the time, knowing that they're a show and they're just having fun with this. But then you look at the, you know, the cast of it. I mean, mm-hmm. Sir Michael Caine is right. Ebenezer Scrooge is is brilliant in it. Um, there are only a few human characters in it. It's mostly right. Muppets and almost every Muppet you've ever seen is in this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other the other characters that are actually uh, human characters were mm-hmm. um, Scrooge's nephew Fred, who is played by Stephen McIntosh, uh, Fred's wife Clara, who is uh, played by Robin Weaver, and Scrooge's once fiance Belle, who is played by Meredith Braun. But you know, you look at the characters, the Muppets that are in there: Kermit is Bob Cratchit, right. so good. Um, I loved all the other rats in there working in the in, in, in the office with them as well. So funny. Uh, Miss Piggy, of course, he'd be together right. with, with Bob, right. Emily Cratchit. Uh, two Marleys, so they could have Waldorf and Statler as right. them. They made, they made an extra Marley, a Robert Marley to have that. So right. that's so good. Uh, Fozzie as Fozzie Wig. You know, so. And uh, they also appearances from animals sam the eagle dr bunsen right. honeydew and of course beaker and uh the swedish chef is yes. in there too and, and uh, so many more it's just so good it, it's got great songs throughout mm-hmm. it. it's funny it's heartwarming um and it just makes me happy every time i yeah, watch it's it it's adorable yeah. and creative very yeah. creative and really, really, really well done. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why Great it's list. my number one. So uh, those are our look at our current as of right at this moment that we're recording. Again, <laughs> ask us five minutes from now. They may change. Right. Uh, but our five favorite Disney holiday movies and or specials, volume two. Uh, let's go back. You want to check and see what our I lists think were so. I'm a, little nervous, a couple sure. of years ago. So uh, the, this was Michelle's list from two years ago. At number five, she had Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas at number five. Oh, that made my honorable mention. Okay, this there time. you go. Yes. At number four, you had the Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. At number three, you had One Magic Christmas. So that stayed wow. on the list. Yes. I at, think at the same spot. <laughs> right. At number two, you had the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, and you had a 1A and 1B, and they were Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh huh. And. Once a Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas right. was your other one. So Once I'm Upon sh- a Christmas made my honorable mention. Mine wow. Too. Mine too. Pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, for me, I had at number five, the Santa Claus, which stayed true. It was right. still at number five. Uh, for number four, I had Phineas and Ferb, the uh, Christmas vacation episode, uh-huh. you know, which is more of the special episode. Although I think they're both great. Both the ones right. that Michelle listed and the, this one. There's some interesting well. things about that one. 
Um, well, why don't we, we, yeah, before we get to the rest of my list, why yeah, don't we talk so, about it? Um, so that was an episode, and I'm not sure the whys, but the Disney company really decided to promote that that special. Um, it was one of their first times that they weren't actually in winter. Mm. I mean, that they were actually in winter, not, right. they not weren't, in summer. They weren't in summer well, and pretending it's winter or whatever. Right, right, you know. right, whereas the other one was a pretend one. But um, so it... It started with first premiering some of the the songs that had seven new songs to that that film that they uh, actually started broadcasting on Radio Disney. Mm. And then they really started, um, you know, kind of advertising it through other a lot of different medias and and running it through different, you know, their Disney XD, their Disney Channel and ABC Family um, so that it actually had. As a result, it had, and I'm looking at my notes to get it accurate, 2.62 million viewers wow. in its original broadcast on Disney XD. That's great for Disney XD. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty big number for a, kind of an offshoot cable. You know, we're not even talking Disney Channel. Right. We're talking an offshoot. You know? Right. And and that, it made it the number three telecast in the night across all demographics. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty big. Um. So, and then it had its original airing on the Disney Channel, ranking it as the number five program of the week with 5.213 million viewers. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, well, it was a great, it was a great show. So yeah, I get it. yeah, I get yeah. It. So, so very cool. So Michelle, again, was the best <laughs> fun facts. Uh, let me continue down my list. Number three, I had as Mickey's Christmas Carol back mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Number two, I had The Nightmare Before Christmas. And my number one was still... The Muppet Christmas Carol at that Ooh. point. So, yeah. So we also received uh, some input from mm-hmm. some listeners right. and they, they had it. some wonderful stuff that they came up with. Uh, start off with a subscriber to the newsletter and frequent contributor mm-hmm. to the show, Sarah Grace Kaiser. She sent us an email and said, Dear Tom and Michelle, here are my top five-ish favorite <laughs> holiday specials. Uh, five is the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the new favorites uh, right. for sure. Uh, number four is the Disney Christmas Parade on TV. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, whenever they do the Disney right. Christmas Parade, yes. it is like always fun to yeah, just kind of sit good. there maybe uh, on Christmas Day with some pancakes and, right. and check out what's going on. Yep. Uh, number three, decorating Disney holiday mm-hmm. magic. That's yeah, another that great awesome. one. Yeah, yes. some lot of cool stuff and you know, great look at all the, the holiday uh, decorations and everything that we're missing right now. So. All right. Well, it just makes you... <laughs> Just makes you appreciate all the effort and everything that oh, they go into yeah. putting together such a, a fabulous display of holiday decorations. For sure. For sure. Uh, great stuff. Uh, number two is one that we just, uh, because of some people suggesting, mm-hmm. and I've I heard this before, and I don't know why we never watched it. Maybe we right. just didn't have access to it. But um, now we've just started watching it, and we fell mm-hmm. in love with it instantly, is Prep and Landing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Prep and Landing is fantastic. Uh, number one. Olaf's Frozen Adventure, yes. yes. Uh, bonus, she said, was Elf and Christmas Vacation, which I don't believe are Disney, but right. they are great. They are, I mean, yes. I wish they were. Right. Because those are two of my favorite. Those would be on my list. Sure. If they were yeah, Disney. Um, because Classics. I, right. I love both of those movies right. for different reasons. They're so great. Uh, she went on to say, I hope your family has a magical Christmas season. And yes. same with you, Sarah. Likewise. Thank you very Thank you much. so much. Yes, That's so yes. sweet. Uh, next, uh, Jonathan Camille and Lorelai Cotton uh, chimed in on Instagram. Uh, you can find uh, Jonathan at Vinyl and Disney on Instagram, and you can find Camille at Castlebound and Down on Instagram. And they said, all right, here are our top five holiday movies and special. 
I started with honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> decorating the parks for Christmas special, mm-hmm. the decorating Disney one. Right. Uh, and, and Home Alone, which they said uh, Disney owns it now, and I love it, but I just don't associate it with Disney, which I totally understand. Right. Yeah, so, that's kind of how I felt. Too. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Uh, f- so going down the list, number five, the Christmas Day Parade and Park Special, mm-hmm. which we just discussed. Yeah. Uh, four, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Hashtag Real Man Love Frozen. <laughs> uh, number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Number two, The Santa Claus. And in Hyperion Adventures podcast tradition, 1A, Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> and 1B is the Muppet Family Christmas. And they went on to say, side note, we hope you to have seen Muppet Family Christmas. I don't, I have not. Have you? I believe I have, but it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So anyway, they say, uh, because it's amazing, uh, but it's a little hard to find. We found it on VHS years ago at Goodwill. <laughs> wow, VHS. We do have a, I was looking yeah, through our closet. We do have a VHS somewhere in there. Maybe we have to break out at some point. Yeah. 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 But anyway, they said they never released it on DVD. There are bootlegs out there. Mm-hmm. Sneak, 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 sneak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not on Disney Plus yet, but you can find it on YouTube. So we may have to do, after we get mm-hmm. done wrapping up this episode or sometime this evening or whatever, right. go take a look for it on YouTube and search it out. Because, um, you know, we love the Muppets. So, you know, hashtag save the Muppets. So I definitely want to check that out. Thank you, Jonathan, Camille, and Lorelai. Finally, uh, from Cam Ray, he hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Cam Ray. He said, uh, the small one. Um, which I, mm-hmm. I see is on Disney Plus. I've not seen that, so I don't oh, know. Oh, I have. I, it is. It's, is it's it good? really good. Yeah, I've not seen that. I one, actually. So. Should have at least made my honorable mention. Cool. Yeah. Well, I might have to check that one out too mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol, The Santa Claus, and Pluto's Christmas Tree made his Pluto's list, Christmas so. Tree is the best. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> feel bad for poor Pluto though. He feels, Chippendale. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is great, but I feel hilarious. bad for poor Pluto in that. But that's so good. So everybody wins at the end. That's <laughs> true. That is true. So thank you for uh, those of you yes, who chimed in. And, it. and if you want to chime in more uh, later, we'll share it on an upcoming show. We still have more holiday shows to go. Mm-hmm. So please uh, let us know your favorite ho- Disney holiday specials and movies, and we will share them. Um, you have some honorable mentions that we haven't mentioned yet. I don't think so. I think we we said them all. Once Upon a Christmas, Muppet Christmas Carol, and Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas. Yeah, I only have two. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed, I don't think Michelle liked it as much as I did. I enjoyed Noel on -hmm. Disney Plus. It came out last year. I I, I think it's fine. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was not good enough to make my list, but Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute enough that I deserved to be mentioned as something to check out. It's kind of a, you know, it's a different form of elf kind of in some ways, you know. I mean, I like the concept behind it and it was good like you said it was fine i i just didn't see it as for for me one that i'd go back and rewatch. Right. but it, it definitely if, if you haven't seen it go it's check a it good out. one to yeah. see yes. yeah it's still it's fine it's cute mm-hmm. and, and and anna kendrick is is great in it as she is in most things that right. she does so right. uh finally uh the very first simpsons episode ever uh which is a holiday special True. we watched it again last night it's mm-hmm. where they get santa's little helper right. the dog you know exactly. but it is the very first uh simpsons full-length episode was uh it was a christmas special right. and so it, it kicked off this juggernaut that's been going for 30 years now you know mm-hmm. and, um it's uh, and they've they've had other christmas specials virtually every year but uh, that one just because it was the original right. one um you know i thought it deserved to be mentioned in this so. right you know one that i think should have um made the list too at least as an honorable mention and I, i'm not saying your list my list is the uh ducktales oh yeah holiday 
holiday episode and I it, it was creative in how they addressed some and I don't want to give any spoilers to anybody but how they addressed the issue of time and right Santa having time Explaining to go around bit of, the world I thought it was brilliant right. coming up with that concept how in the like, DuckTales world how Santa is able to uh, make it around the globe and then at times really I'm good. actually yeah. thinking that that could be the reason why now Santa does they just spilled know. the beans. Yep, that was good. That was a, that was a really good episode. You <laughs> yes. should definitely check that one out for sure. For sure. So that is our new lists, lists, list, <laughs> lists of our five favorite Disney holiday movies and specials, volume two. Um, again, uh, please chime in. Let us know what your favorites are and we will share them on an upcoming show. So that was fun. I think we're going to revisit some of these lists that we did, you know, two plus years ago coming up in the future because these things change so right. often. It was good to go back and check out uh, holiday movies and specials. Things get added. You know, right. we, our views change. Sometimes, you know, things go climb up list. They go down our list. And so we'll right. probably re revisiting a lot of these. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. And like you said, it'll be interesting to revisit some of these lists. Yes, for sure. So and we will get to more of those. Not because we're lazy. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, uh, but mostly because we just like to check out and see how our thought process has changed over a couple years of doing this show. And so. plus new content being added all the time. That's true. That's very, very true. So we need to get to Disney Investor Day. Let's get to our Disney stories of the week because Disney Investor Day was bananas uh, this week when that was on Thursday, I believe it was. It was crazy, all the stuff that came out. And I cannot possibly get to all of it today. Right. But I do want to hit some of the, the big things that were announced. I mean, it was this thing, the this Investor Day thing was three plus hours of stuff about Disney, stuff right. that's coming, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy stuff. But so I, I just want to run through some of it really quickly here. And so um, basically we saw that there was a ton of stuff coming from Hulu, ESPN plus FX, mm -hmm. Nat Geo, Disney, Lucasfilm, Pixar, Marvel, 10 new star Wars series, <laughs> 10 Marvel series, 15 Disney Pixar series, 50 Disney Pixar features, 15. Did I say 50? Yeah. 15 of each one. <laughs> I was like, wow, that, I don't remember that one. Yes. 15 Disney Pixar series, 15 Disney Pixar features. Uh, and it, like I said, uh, can't go through them all, but we'll talk about, you know, some of the stuff coming to Disney Plus. Like a lot of this stuff is actually coming mm -hmm. to Disney Plus. Like they've refocused to really uh, get their stuff on Disney Plus. Right. So some of this will be in theaters. Most of this is going to be mm -hmm. ending up on Disney Plus when it comes out. Now start with, there's going to be a Beauty and the Beast prequel, uh, which will star Luke Evans and Josh Gad, Gaston, Gaston and LeFou, of right. course, from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And, and Alan Menken's back to write some new songs for that. So, I mean, right. he's a Disney legend and we know how much we love him. So right. all the best parts exciting. of that, you right. know, the best I, characters that came out of the live action and certainly the best composer. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, Beauty and the Beast, the live action was fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't 
good. It wasn't bad. It was right. fine. Right. But I think most of us will agree that some of the high points were actually Gaston and LeFou right. within that film. So um, really cool to see what they come back with. Plus, you know, I mean, Josh Gad is just so funny. I oh, cannot yeah. wait to see it's him great. in more stuff all right. the time. Uh, there's going to be a reimagining of uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Mm-hmm. I know Michelle loves the original Swiss Family yeah. Robinson, so I'm <laughs> sure she'll be interested in that. Uh, they confirmed that there is going to be a Hocus Pocus 2. So nice. I think we have saw that that was probably going to happen, but mm-hmm. now we know for sure that that is going to happen. Uh, there's going to be a hybrid live action animated film, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, that's coming out. That's going to start uh, John Mulaney and uh, Andy Sandberg. So uh, that's exciting stuff uh, for those you know who grew up in the 90s right. watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Exactly. Uh, that's fun stuff. Uh, there's going to be a live action Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks. I believe he's going to play Geppetto wow. in that. And that's going to be directed by Robert Zemeckis. Nice. So big names behind yes. that film. Yeah. Um, we already knew about Peter Pan and Wendy coming mm-hmm. out being starring Jude Law as Captain Hook and Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. Nice. That's cool. And yes, they did confirm that Disenchanted, the sequel to the hit film Enchanted, mm-hmm. is coming to Disney Plus and Amy Adams will be returning to play cool. Giselle for well, that. Yeah. So, uh, really I don't think you could replace her. She's fabulous. Yeah, that would have been tough to do. Right. So, I mean, unless they just changed it to a different storyline, right. you know, maybe just alluded to her or something. But I'm glad that she's coming back for that because she is so talented. So that's great news. Uh, as for Walt Disney Studio Motion Pictures, now these are films coming to theaters. Theoretically, mm-hmm. uh, we already knew about the Jungle Cruise and Cruella, which are in the works. They I apparently showed a little, I don't know, sizzle, re- sizzle reel or behind the scenes of Cruella we didn't mm-hmm. get to see. And that is portrayed by Emma Stone, mm-hmm. another highly talented actress. Right. So that'd be cool. Uh, there was a peek at the new live action, The Little Mermaid, which, of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda is time- right. teaming up with Alan Menken to write some new music for that. And we know that that's coming down the pipeline. Excited. And they also made an announcement of a live action Lion King prequel which is interesting yes. um, you know live action quote end quote yeah and, um, <laughs> but that's interesting to see how that turns out so that's kind of cool stuff yeah yeah I mean like we were saying a lot of new content you mm-hmm. know some in the near future some to look forward to you know a couple of years from now but uh, like you said they've really upped their game on what they're um, using streaming for right. and you know have been able to adapt to changes right and i love that they, you know these will hopefully be in the theater maybe they'll be on uh disney plus near the same time if not mm-hmm. the same time like what they announced from walt disney animation studios mm-hmm. which is raya the, and the last dragon will debut simultaneous simultaneously mm-hmm. easy for me to say <laughs> on in theaters where theaters will be open right. in march of 2021 uh but also on disney plus with premiere access kind of like they did for mulan so right. the price will be 29.99 just mm-hmm. like it was uh for mulan and you'll if you wanted stay home whether there's a theater open in your neighborhood or not if you want to stay home and watch this for a fee it will be available right. for you on day one on disney plus so that's yeah. you know again it's whatever you think of that but right. i kind of like that option especially with we don't know where we'll be in march of right. 2021 as far as um you know what's going on in exactly. the world right now so uh, liked having that option out there right and it makes sense you know and i think even before 2020 with covid that we've had d- discussions before that more and more people are, you know, are investing in their homes to have Mm -hmm. great, you know, um, television and sound systems. And, you know, will there be more of that? Not that the movies 
theaters don't play a, a role. And I know like if you want to do date night or get out of the house, that is a great option. But, you know, is it something that for a fair amount of things that people would prefer to just stay at home. Right. We were a little hesitant and we, matter of fact, we didn't pay for, uh, for Mulan mm-hmm. when that came out, the live action Mulan. Actually, we still haven't watched it. We need to watch that because yeah. I, I do want to check it out. Um, but I, I, this one, I, after seeing at the D23 Expo mm-hmm. last year, right. some of the footage we saw there, just seeing the trailer, I'm more encouraged to spend the money on day one to watch this. We'll see where we stand when we get closer to that m- moment right. and what reviews are like or whatever. Um, but I am more, um, I, it's more likely, I think, that we may pay that fee right. to see right. it on day one for Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, moving on from more from the Walt Disney Animation Studios, uh, they highlighted the upcoming feature film Encanto, which includes new songs by my boy, Manuel Miranda, <laughs> my man crush. Uh, it's slated for theaters in November of 2021. That's going to take you to Columbia, where a magical family live in a magical home is what they say. They, I saw a little clip of the trailer. Um, it looked like it was pretty much just kind of the artwork for it so right. far. Nothing on storyline based on it that uh, they showed, uh, but that was kind of interesting. Uh, they also mentioned that uh, coming to Disney Plus from Walt Disney Animation Studios will be um, some series, including a Tiana series, mm-hmm. a Moana series, mm-hmm. a Zootopia series, and a Baymax series. So that's all fun. I'm looking forward to all of those. Right. Well, you know, I think they saw some opportunities there and success with uh, the Tangled series. Mm -hmm. Um, Baymax has had kind of a... Yeah, there's been there's there's a Big Hero Six series, right. but this is going to focus more just on, on Baymax, Baymax himself. Right. Yeah. right. So I think it's it's interesting and fun, and I'm glad to see they're doing more with animation as right. well, or continuing to do things with animation. And I think from what they show, the Zootopia series is going to focus on different citizens of Zootopia. You know, you mentioned mm-hmm. that Flash is going right. to be one of them, and so they'd be like, what happens to them on a daily basis when they're right. on? So that's kind of cool. So also, this was interesting. Um, there's uh, a series, I think it's a series, called Iwaju, uh, which will be produced in collaboration with the Pan-African comic book entertainment company, Kugali. So what happened, at least this is the way it was explained during the uh, uh, Disney Investor Day, mm-hmm. was that this company was doing these animation in out of Africa, and they were like, Disney would never touch our stuff. Right. And Disney called their bluff and talked to them and said, let's do right. this in collaboration with one another. Uh, so they're going to be putting this out. And it looks kinda it looks kind of superhero-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks fascinating. I'm excited to see uh, what that what that ends up being and how right. it is. So that's very cool. Uh, moving on to Pixar. Um, uh, they will have their first ever long form animated series coming to Disney Plus. Uh, it's called Win or Lose, and it will debut uh, in February of 2023. And it's going to follow a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game. And each episode is going to be told from the perspective of a different character. So we're wow. all going to get viewpoints of right. that same week going up so that's kind of fun that's always fun when you see something like that yeah it's always fun to rewatch things because you see things happen you know and you're like oh there's that character there and they wonder what they're thinking when you find out later exactly what they're thinking so that'll be kind of fun also they mentioned we knew already about the new film Luca which is still slated to hit theaters in June Mm -hmm. of 2021 Uh, they said it's a celebration of the friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer I believe that there's like a sea monster 
monster involved with that. It's going to be yeah. interesting. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that one. They also announced two brand new feature films slated to hit theaters in 2022. The first is Lightyear, uh, which they say will be the definitive origin story of the hero that inspired the toy. Right. Not actually the toy, the hero that, that inspired one. the toy. Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America, will voice the hero on his journey to becoming the most famous space ranger ever. That's wow. kind of cool. That is a cool, kind of, I don't know if it's a twist, but a cool aspect to looking at how some, an origin story, I right. should say. Right, for sure. I'm excited about yeah. that one. Uh, secondly, uh, the other film is called Turning Red. Uh, this is where fans will meet, I think it's May, um, M-E-I. Uh, mm-hmm. She experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Turning Red is scheduled to come to theaters in March uh, March 11th of 2022 is what they say. Uh, they also announced a series of shorts coming to Disney Plus featuring many of the characters you love. They showed a little clip of, um, I think it's called Doug Days, but it was Doug the dog right. from Up. Uh, a cute little clip from that. Uh, there's also some things, you know, Mater and Lightning McQueen have a, right. a short, um, many, many more. So uh, that looks great stuff that's going to be coming to Disney Plus. Lots yeah. of fun. I, yeah. love, I love all the shorts, right. especially Pixar shorts are always fun well, right and, and disney shorts are great you yeah. know so it's, it's fun watching them and you know having that option on uh disney plus to just sometimes you're just like oh let me look at a couple little things right. that going on here yeah really cool i'm, I'm excited yeah. for all that but now let's get to the stuff that really started to blow my mind on that day <laughs> that i was reeling on the floor from it they were announcing things we'll start with lucasfilm because it was crazy what lucasfilm announced uh starting with they they announced two spin-off series uh from the mandalorian that will be developed by john favreau and dave filoni the same people that are of course responsible right. for the mandalorian, mandalorian. <laughs> uh they'll be called the rangers of the new republic and ahsoka right. as we just met the spoiler alert we just <laughs> met the live action ahsoka tano uh you know starring rosario dawson mm-hmm. as ahsoka tano when i think she did a fantastic job playing oh that role. yeah totally totally captured it she nailed it right, right. so uh, i'm excited for both those series and i'm looking forward to seeing uh whenever those do hit disney mm-hmm. plus uh what they come up with plus uh Filoni and favreau behind them yeah. um, i have a lot of faith right. in both of them uh we got a little peek i guess of the obi-wan kenobi series which is beginning uh getting ready to uh begin production it'll be set uh, apparently 10 years after the end of the mm-hmm. clone wars mm-hmm. uh of course ewan mcgregor is returning right. to play obi-wan kenobi which i loved him you know Say what you want about the prequels. Right. I love Ewan McGregor's yes. uh, performance as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the prequels. Definitely. Yeah. And and something that you had pointed out one time is that he he really, you know, tried to replicate the the mannerisms that the original Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Alec Guinness. Was, yes. Yeah. Alec Sir Alec Guinness. Guinness yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it did a, a fabulous job on that. Right. The other big news out of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is they officially announced that Hayden Christensen will return as Darth Vader. Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, right. uh, will be returning as Darth Vader. Now, this is really interesting because he'd been kind of blackballed by the Star Wars community for a long time. Right. People, and you know, look, was his performance great in in the prequels? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, but I'll tell you what, you watch um, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. if you watch episode three, and maybe right. not most of some, of some of the scenes he's in, but at the end, man, his scenes with you and you feel it. It's right. heavy. Yes. It is tough to take. I have a tough time watching that film now because 
it depresses me because I feel so bad because they were best friends. Right. They were, you know, brothers. It just, it hurts. And so it's kind of cool that they're going to be pairing them back together because yes. I do believe that they have great chemistry. Also, if you want to look back, I saw some people, even after this came out, criticizing and like, oh, did he get acting lessons or whatever? Look, um, you know, Natalie Portman also had some struggles right. in those films with some of her scenes. She's an Academy Award yeah, winner. She's I, super talented. I yes. think that there was some, you know, one, some directing issues, but there was also some dialogue issues right. with it. I'm willing to give him another chance. I'm excited he's coming back. I'm excited that uh, people have kind of warmed back up to him and uh, we're cheering right. that Hayden Christensen is coming back to uh, the Star Wars universe. Right. I, I agree. And, you know, um, I think we've, we've talked about this on our podcast and on some other Star Wars podcasts that, that we've been on. JTP, it, I mean, KTAK. <laughs> that's right. Um, it, it's a, you know, uh, first of all, any of us would have given our right arm to play, be selected for any of these roles. And, you know, whatever was put on the final, you know, screen is what the directors and producers wanted, you know, and if that's what they wanted, that's what we, we received from that actor. Right. And, you know, and it doesn't, like you said, some of the dialogue was something that was causing some challenges with the role. Also, some of the gaps to understand where the, um, why the origin of some of these mm-hmm. emotions were coming, even like with his character, it's like, how did all of a sudden he become like mm-hmm. this? And I think with watching some of the other shows that have come on since then to really like clone wars to really explain the relationships and some of the things that really drove him to a particular path right i agree and those were missing in the film and you know i think it's easy to try to blame that that actress performance where it might just be you know super editing Mm -hmm. i think this was this was the thing that actually um had me the most excited because mm-hmm. I want to see I, I want to see actors like him get his redemption possibility. Right. Now, if he fails again, he fails again. Okay? Right. Uh, but I want to see him get the chance to sure. come back and, and, you know, be redeemed. And I, I like I said, uh, to me, whether wh- whatever you want to say with his acting skills or the dialogue mm-hmm. or the directing or whatever it was within the prequels, um, the, the two of them. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. as Obi Wan and Anakin. I thought that they were that they were perfectly paired right. within that film when their scenes were together. Exactly. So. Uh, anyway, moving on, uh, we also got a little behind the scenes look at Andor, which is a new Cassian Andor series, mm-hmm. which is currently in production. Excited for that. Yeah. No, didn't get a date when that's going to be hitting Disney Plus, but uh, really exciting. It looked great. Uh, we saw a fantastic trailer for Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which we saw a little bit of them mm-hmm. from the first few episodes of season seven of the Clone Wars right. this year and that looks intriguing as well as an animated series we got confirmation of a Lando series yeah, Lando Calrissian can't wait for that and I think that in the rumors I'll say that that's going to have both Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams wow. and maybe a flashback flash right. forward thing again those are rumors but um, I I like, I'm intrigued by it for right. sure. Uh, there was an announcement of a series titled The Acolyte, which is from the High Republic area that's being explored mm-hmm. right now in a lot of different media that are, that are going out there. Sounds like it's going to explore the emergence of the dark side within a character during that time. So it's really, it may be a little dark, but it mm. sounds fascinating. Yes. Um, looking forward to seeing what that's uh, done. Uh, as far as films, we were confirmed that there would be a Star Wars film uh, that is currently being written by Taika Waititi, yes. who we've seen uh, do many stuff with of course, he uh, 
he directed Thor Ragnarok, right. uh, but we also he's directed some episodes of The Mandalorian, Mandalorian right. and I, I I think he's super talented, and I'm excited to see what he come what he does uh, with the Star Wars universe. Right. I like how he brings some uh, a different type of humor, but one that I can appreciate. Yeah. To <laughs> he's got to that quirkiness. That he I'm, does. He does. I love his 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 side of humor. Right. And we did get uh, confirmed when allegedly the next allegedly when the next we just know you always when their things are two years down the line right. you're like hoping they're going to come through but they say the next Star Wars film that will be released in theaters will be called Rogue Squadron which is a very popular mm-hmm. group that there were some novels um, Rogue Squadron is a big deal right. uh, and it's going to be directed by Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins mm-hmm. so that's a very big name to be tapped right. uh, to it and that is set to hit theaters as of right now around Christmas of 2023 so still a couple years off but mm-hmm. that's exciting so there were other Lucasfilm things but those were the the, right. the biggest ones, I think, to go over. Finally, uh, let's get to Marvel so we can wrap this all up. The ton of Marvel stuff came out as well. Uh, we got another trailer for WandaVision, which yes. looks spectacular. It's oh, now just wait. barely over, as we're recording this, barely over a month away from debuting on Disney Plus on January 15th, 2021. And I'm so excited for it. Oh, yeah. It it does look great and such wonderful characters. And it, I, I'm just so intrigued of what that storyline is going to be with that. Right. Um, it looks fascinating. Fascinating and it looks a little funny, um, mysterious. It just, it, it, I, I'm excited to right. see what it, what it's all about. Uh, we saw a sizzle reel from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will hit Disney Plus in March of 2021. So uh, that's coming down the pipe pretty soon. We also got a peek at Loki, which it looked phenomenal. I guess it's <laughs> going to be kind of like a crime drama right? or something like that, but it looks spectacular. That's debuting in May of 2021. So it looks like we're going to have like boom, boom, boom on Disney Plus. We're going to have WandaVision. Then we're we're going to have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right. and then we're going to have Loki. So that's cool that we're getting, you know, after um, kind of going for a while where we haven't had much Marvel on Disney Plus right. outside of what, you know, was there from well, the already, past. Right. Yeah. Um, we're going to get some brand new stuff coming. Uh, boom, 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 right out the shoot here pretty soon. Yeah. It's it's great that they're, you know, bringing in some Marvel to Disney Plus, And it's just showing how um, Disney Plus is just skyrocketing mm-hmm. on, on being attractive to so many types of demographics and genres and interests, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like we've said in the past, what Netflix took years to produce, mm-hmm. um, you know, Disney's already up there with their, you know, their subscribership. And right. I think they're just going to continue to draw more and more with all these wonderful things that they're providing. For sure. And they, like I said, they've ramped up. They've they've decided, look, we're going to put a lot more into our streaming service. Right. And you can see it as all these things, what we're naming here that are going right. to be ending up on Disney Plus before any place else. Uh, we also saw a new trailer for the animated series, What If, which I, we, I've seen pieces from it before. Still looks spectacular. Right. I cannot wait for that. That looks fascinating to me. Uh, we also learned of a few new series that are coming to Disney Plus. Secret Invasion starring Samuel L. Jackson uh, which is another it, it, that is a series of comics that was a fan favorite kind of crossover kind of like the Avengers type thing. Uh, you know kind of like Infinity War type mm-hmm. deal. Um, Secret Invasion was kind of something similar to that so I'm interested to see where they go with that. Uh, they have uh, Ironheart coming which is uh, that has Dominique Thorne uh, as a genius inventor coming with that one and Armor Wars starring Don Cheadle 
re, uh, doing his role again as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine. Right. You know, uh, he faces some of Tony Stark's worst fears about the armor that, uh, you know, the, the right. Iron Man armor or whatever. So looking forward to that. We also saw some confirmations of a few things we already talked about in previous episodes here. Uh, other series coming out, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, She-Hulk, which will feature Tatiana Maslany as uh, She-Hulk. Right. Also, Mark Ruffalo will appear on that. The Hulk wow, himself is yeah. going to appear in that show. Uh, Moon Knight. Interesting was the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special <laughs> that is going to be coming in a couple of years. That sounds like a lot of fun. The only way they could top that is make it Lego. Yeah. <laughs> And there's also going to be an I Am Groot series of shorts featuring (laughs) Baby Groot, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, They also announced a few feature films. Uh, The next uh, chapter of the Ant-Man and the Wasp um, series will be Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Quantum Mania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So I'm assuming that's going to be a lot of Quantum Realm stuff. Right. Uh, They did announce that there will be a Fantastic Four movie coming. We had some thoughts that that was happening, but now we know. Other films coming soon. uh, Of course, Black Widow, which has been delayed for a while, but that's coming. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, The Eternals, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which they said um, right now they're actually filming currently, I think over in London. They mentioned that uh, the actress who plays uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays uh, Wanda, is actually over there filming that currently right now. Um, Thor Love and Thunder is coming. Black Panther 2 is coming. And they did say that they will not be recasting the role of T'Challa, which is, of course, portrayed so masterfully by Chadwick Boseman. So I was very happy to hear that. Uh, So we'll see. There's a lot of thought that uh, Shuri's role is going to be upgraded in that, then who knows, maybe she becomes the next Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, the new Black Panther, yeah, yes. So we'll see about what happens to that. Also, uh, the movie Blade, uh, Captain Marvel 2 is coming, and interesting, they announced that, that not only, well, of course, that Captain Marvel be in Captain Marvel 2, but Miss Marvel will be taking part in that as wow. well. So yeah, that's exciting. And yes, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is also coming. So, uh, whew. Yeah. I, and I didn't even hit everything. Right, right. I'm not even close to everything that there was so much stuff that came out on thursday that um i was so excited that we are disney shareholders <laughs> yes. because uh that is fantastic and you know some of these things probably will not be made i mean right. it just happens you announce sure. things you hope they all you know right in, in, in the perfect world all this stuff gets made um some of it probably won't right. um but just all the stuff that's out there is exciting and hopefully most of it gets made because I'm looking forward to a ton of that. Right. Or, you know, even a quarter of it, if it gets made, right. it's great. You know, or, or something might not get done now as projected a, per their timeline, but maybe in another, you know, five, six, seven years comes yeah. out. So We'll see. But yes. that's all great news. Uh, I do have one more Disney story that I want to get to really quickly because it's something that uh, y- you may be interested in checking out uh, this week. And that's uh, especially if you like a, a nice glass of wine mm-hmm. uh, with your Disney content, whatever it is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this comes from an email we received uh, from the Fest Parker Winery mm-hmm. this week uh, on Tuesday. Now, we're recording this again on Sunday, December 13th. On right. Tuesday, December 15th, the Fest Parker Winery and Vineyards will be hosting a very special virtual tasting event featuring some very popular Disney wineries, nice. Disney family wineries. Yeah. So it'll be what they're calling a fireside chat 
featuring Fest Parker Winery's own Eli Parker, who has been on our show. Yes. We've talked with him. He's a great guy. He's awesome. Uh, he's uh, Fest Parker's son, Eli right. Parker. Uh, Tom Johnson from the Skywalker Vineyards. Of course, that is George Lucas's mm-hmm. winery. And also Kurt Russell from the Gogi wow. uh, Wines will be all together in this. Uh, now, they debut this. I, they, I couldn't find a time when this will actually be hitting um, their channels or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you go on to their uh, to the Fest Parker Winery Facebook page, mm-hmm. you can find it there. Uh, you can probably find it also on the Fest Parker Winery Instagram. Um, sometimes they post these things on their YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. Not, I can't guarantee you that, but definitely the Facebook page. It'll be there if you want to check this out. And it, whether whether you watch it when it debuts or watch it afterwards, it mm-hmm. will be there if you do a search for it. Very cool. I think we're going to have to partake in that. Yeah. Partake in many ways. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> be watching that because uh, those are three of our favorite wineries right. uh, for sure. And um, and they're just, they're all great people who love their wines and, and, and they're all part of the Disney family. Exactly. So, so. so that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle one because she has the best fun facts. <laughs> she has the best lists. No. She has the <laughs> brightest holiday spirit. <laughs> But she also has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Well, you're so kind, honey. Um, So my tip really isn't necessarily a new tip, but it's one that is renewed because of all that's been happening this year. And that is the recommendation to take time. If you're going to the Walt Disney World, it is a world of fun. It is. It is. And so, yes, the parks are great and we all love them. But their resorts, especially around the holidays, is phenomenal. And taking the time to go to each of those, or or at least a a mixture of some of them, and really get to appreciate the different, you know, color schemes and theming that they use at these resorts, it, it will blow your mind. It's amazing. And it's great that now that is available again. And um, although I do know for some of the some of the hotels, you might need a dining reservation to get uh, the specialty, you know, the parking close by. Some you you may have to take other transportation to get there if you don't have it. Um, but they have, you know, lifted that where you can now go to the different resorts. And it really is, it's so fun. It's charming. And I know, like, it's fun when you're at Epcot to go check out different countries mm-hmm. or do the cookie stroll and try different cookies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the same concept of resort hopping at Disney World. Again, phenomenal during the holidays, even without the holiday season. We've done it multiple mm-hmm. times. Oh, yeah. Spend One of our a, favorite things yeah. to do. We'll take a day and just right. do that. Exactly. Yeah. You don't go in the park and you try different foods from because mm-hmm. of their theming that you have from different types of uh, cultures or whatever. And it's just can make for a really fun, unique day. Yeah. Uh, and because... Uh, the decorations and uh, the trees, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for each resort, they stylize them so well to fit the theming of each right. resort. Um, it's just cool to check them all out. You know, when they do have the, I mean, the gingerbread houses aren't there this year, right. but when those come back mm-hmm. and the gingerbread houses, how they stylize those to the theming of each right. resort is always awesome as well. It's just fun to just go there. I mean, the, you know, just going and sitting like in the lobby of the, the, the Grand Floridian, right. especially if the piano player's there. Right. 
right. and looking at the decorations and the gingerbread house. Sometimes they come out and they will do talks about how they built these. Right. You know, the chefs come out and they give out samples of the gingerbread right. and everything. But just to soak in the decor and the ambiance of it all, it's just, it really puts you in the holiday spirit. Most definitely. I mean, you know, talk about an immersive experience and that's it. And, and, and all of them. I mean, I think one of our favorites is Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. It uses very non-traditional Christmas colors, mm-hmm. more Mardi Gras colors, but it works and it's beautiful. And, you know, say, you could say the same thing for Wilderness Lodge. And I mean, that it, it, that's another one when you're just in that lobby and looking at everything mm-hmm. around. It's stunning and you will not be disappointed. Right. What would you, What was your favorite? Like if you can only visit one to go see holiday decorations this year, which resort would you want to hit up? If I could only do one, I would say Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just love that natural mm-hmm. elements to it uh, and feeling a part of nature and knowing some of the, you know, the history of that ho- resort as well really taps into, you know, for me, for my heart. Right. And like I mentioned, you know, the Grand Floridian, Mm -hmm. I love going there for the holidays. I think their decorations are spectacular. And it just, I think it depends on what your feeling of the holidays are. If you're looking for a more upscale thing, then, uh, you know, the the Grand Floridian is great. Mm -hmm. I I would, if if I could only pick one, it'd be the Wilderness Lodge like you, because I feel like, the holidays, like Christmas, is kind of rustic, and that right. feels rustic. You know, they have the rocking chairs by the fireplace there, right, right next to the giant tree and everything. Yeah. And so it's just kind of the way I feel about it. But um, I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these resorts, checking them out for right, the holiday right. season. And again, just how... the Not just the colors, but like how they have the theming in the trees, like the things that are in the trees. Right. So like at Wilderness Lodge, you would see things more that are, that are out doors like you know so it might be antlers mm-hmm. or you know something um made from wood right whereas you go to like yacht and beach club you're going to see ships and nautical things right. and it's just they're bold and they're beautiful and and i guess if you watch the special too you kind of get a, an essence of that but being there being immersed into that r- those rooms is just fabulous mm-hmm. agreed agreed so Michelle's tips, always the best tip. (laughs) Uh, My tip this week, well, it's the holiday season. There's a lot of gift giving going on right now. And some of you may be receiving a Disney gift card Mm -hmm. for this holiday season. I mean, who doesn't like a Disney gift card, you know, in their stocking or, you know, wrapped up or sent to you from somebody or whatever else. And, you know, uh, I just want to remind you when you get these Disney gift cards, yes, of course, you can use them in the shops. You can use them at Shop Disney. Right. But don't forget that uh, these things, especially if you get multiples of them, they can be used to help you, like, yes, dining reservations or, you know, to have your meals or whatever, but also on your resort stay. And right. don't forget that you can put your hotel bill on these uh, Disney right. gift cards, uh, you know, or, you know, it's some of the incidentals that you you know, get charged to your rooms as well. Right. You can put Rather than putting a credit card there, put the Disney gift card down first and then, you know, they'll get to the credit card after you right. go through the gift card or whatever. Also, Disney gift cards are a great way to kind of budget your kids right. uh, when you're going out to the parks or yourself for that matter. Just <laughs> like, you know. I've got this X amount gift card and that is all I'm going to spend right. on um, different, um, you know, 
souvenirs right. or whatever the case may be right. or the kids that, that you know you can get that but you only have fifty dollars remember to spend this right. entire trip it's a good way to kind of budget yourself limit yourself so you're not just charging things on the credit card charging things right. on the credit and Did then you get the bill it. at the end of the month right. and you're like wow <laughs> I can't believe I charged that much exactly you know? and it's easy to um, associate it with the app so yeah. it makes it easy that when you're in the parks to to utilize it that yeah. way too so you're not handling anything as right. well so uh, just a reminder that, that the Disney gift cards are great. They're a great gift. We'd like some ourselves <laughs> if you feel like gifting us any. Um, but, you know, I'm just joking. Uh, but uh, no, they, they, Santa can. they are very, yeah. very useful in a number of ways. Right. So um, use them to the best of your abilities out there. So good tip. Thank you very much. That's it for this week. Next week, so, you know, I look at the calendar each week and to see what we have coming up next. And uh, on the docket for next week is something titled... I know. I, I was looking at it last night, the too. Like Christmas what? Wish. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. I'm excited to find out from Michelle <laughs> what it is. But we'll explain it to you during the week, and we'll have a lot of fun with it, no matter what it is. It's a holiday wish. It's the holiday season. I'm sure we'll we'll come up with some sort of creative way to use that <laughs> right? next week. Or we may change it completely. You I, never know you from never us. Know. We may fake left and go right. Who knows? I know. It's like, what was I thinking when I put that? I'm sure I had a thought. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it'll be a lot of fun to come up with and see what we come up with next week for the topic. So as for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you get to sign up for the newsletter. It's a freebie. It is a freebie. And please sign up for the newsletter and you'll find out what our gift package for our period adventures disney hall of fame you know ballot will be right. some per one person's going to win that when you vote on our ballot so we'll let you know what's in that or at least some of what's in that i don't think we have everything together yet but we right. do have many of the things together so kind of get a glimpse of that but also you may find out actually what the christmas wish means <laughs> we may be able to tell you by that point i'm not sure we'll see uh, also please follow us on social media we like to be have a lot of fun and be very active with a lot of uh hyperion adventurers a lot of other disney content providers mm -hmm. out there uh you can find us on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast please check us out on youtube as well just do a search for hyperion adventures podcast and then hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video most of those are going to be uh, the video versions of these episodes but we may we, we do have some trips coming up there may be some other videos that pop up in, in and around there every <laughs> once in a while no guarantees on that but it's possible and the nice thing that you do with the videos of our podcast is you share pictures and other material that supplements what we're talking right. about well, I so just it's not just looking at us I just figure you don't want to look at me for you know <laughs> oh, an hour please. plus I mean Michelle yes <laughs> no, me no. not so much so we want some things to kind of uh, help out with the content we're talking about and we do provide that on the YouTube video uh, and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our Gmail account HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com and if there's something that you have a question for us or a topic that you'd love us to delve into please let us know we're always willing to try to make this a podcast you're wanting to listen to that's it we just want it to be something that you enjoy week in and week out we want it to be the best podcast it can possibly be in something that you love as much as we love uh, doing it for you. So that's it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. <laughs>